It's Tuesday night. That means it's time for the Nats shift. It's 52 weeks a year, even though on this night, we're not uh, doing too much celebrating about baseball. But joining me, as he does on every Tuesday, uh, is Kevin Ricca. It was an exhausting 162, you know? You it was an exhausting there, 162. Hang in there. Now I can say, yes, I'm, I'm extremely disappointed. It's, it's official. Uh, expectations not uh, met in any way, shape, or form. Um, and <clears throat> I don't know, I, we were, we were going to grade ourselves based on our perf- playoff performance. Uh, that was how we felt before the season started, certainly early in the season and th- look at us now. So, um, as I don't know, as a DC sports fan, I think the nationals kind of make out a little bit that the caps won it all last year. I hate when people compare the different sports and what they would mean to the city, but um, the, the city hadn't had a title in quite some time, and the Caps gave them that. It was The, the pressure was still going to be on the Nats and is still going to be on the Nats because we're t- now we're talking about baseball. But it, the Caps are starting like right this very second, their season. Uh, we're, we're hosting a banner, and and I think the Nats – all I'm saying is I think the Nats benefit a little bit from that. Uh, uh, otherwise, it's just a terrible poop taste. I never, ever – had a very delicious poop taste, but uh, I do understand where you're coming from. You know, it's just the finality of it all, the idea that, you know, we tried our best to hang in there down the, the home stretch, and the numbers just don't make sense with the record. It's just, there's a big mystery, a big question mark everyone is asking out there, and, you know, I understand the blame game. Fair enough. You don't produce, you don't, you don't hit expectations. Someone has to have a finger point at them. It's part of the deal. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't like the mid-season like th- this is the time for it now. Now I will accept. You know, uh, you don't fire a manager mid-season. You don't. Well, we did trade some of our guys when it was, you know, long since done. But hey, now's the time to get the gripes out of the way. Or let's just talk about what happened a little bit. Yeah, you know? I want to talk about what happened a little yeah. bit. Um, and let's, let's talk about what happened a little bit. So we got uh, some some uh, rapid fire. Yeah, let's just knowledge come, storm. Let's come out. Let's come out the gates, and let me. Uh, I'm just gonna hit you up a little bit, and if you're out there listening, uh, I should, I should know play the along answers. with the game. Play along with the game. See what you got. Uh, I know one thing. I'll tell you this: Max Scherzer had the season of his career. Yep. Moving forward, I'm gonna ask you if you know off the top of your head what Max Scherzer's record was this year, sir. Off the top of my head, I believe top of your head. 19 and six. 18 and seven. 18 and 18 seven. And I gave. Seven. I actually. So I. I gave him credit for a win uh, that the Major League Baseball. Uh, disagrees with, yeah. so uh, but to me he, he he's every bit nineteen and six. I mean, and there was a four game stretch where he gave up seven runs and lost four times. Yes, so I, yes, you know, yes. I, I feel like that earned him one more dub. One oh, more yeah. dub for the good guy. Uh, who had the second most amount of wins for us? The second most amount of wins for the Washington Nationals came from. It's a tie between Gio and Tanner. No, no, Strauss came out. Down the stretch, he 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 eclipsed Tanner's lofty total. Yes, he certainly did. He eclipsed Geo's non-lofty total. Yes, uh, <laughs> Warwick did lead the team in losses. You want to take yep. a stab at that number? Uh, I'm going to say 13, 15. <laughs> yes, I know you're a very nice fan. I do appreciate that. But yeah, Strasburg went 10 and 7. Yep, 13 quality starts. Warwick 9 and 15, 17 quality starts. How many quality starts did Max Scherzer have? I would, I would say Max Scherzer had. Uh, 
24 quality starts? 28. Okay. I mean, that's phenomenal. It's all, it's all, I know it's going to be an off-the-charts number. And it's, it's ridiculous. And it, this is an awesome time to remember that for one month, the very first month, it looked like uh, we were playing a different game with our, our pitching. We, we were number one in every every single category. We sure were. <coughs> we were rolling. It didn't last very long, but no. it, it, was a, it was a fun damn month. I remember May. It was, a, it was glorious. Oh, God. All right, fair enough. Now, we do know that Max hit the magic 300 number. Yes. Uh, second on the team in strikeouts. Take a stab at it. I'm, I'm always going to say Strasburg as yeah. as little time as he had. With the limited amount, he had 10 more than Roark. He had yep. 156. How about that? You know, your, your number one guy just doubles down, essentially, on the next guy. I mean, but that is one of the greatest strikeout pitchers, right-handed strikeout pitchers of all time. Yeah, and and in a, in a year, uh, maybe the beginning of an era, where strikeouts are going to just be exponentially bigger than they ever were before, Strauss is, you know, 250 to 275 strikeouts easily if he, if he gets, you know, healthy for a full season. All right, uh, final starting pitching question. Okay. How many complete games were thrown this year, and by who? I'm going to say we had. I mean, I only. I think it's a low number. I mean, I'm going to say three or four. Two. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I can't. I. I can't. I'm trying to think who besides Max threw him. That. That's an. Well, no one. Okay. I was going to say. <laughs> There's no one. It's an interesting question. I never oh, yeah. gotten well, that in he... years. I, I was. I was excited to ask that one. Because it kind of jumped out at me, then made sense. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, I was, uh, I would, I was thinking two or three, but I said three or four because you don't, you don't expect in 162 games the thought that you'd only have three complete games, and that's ridiculous. Yeah. And it, it, you know, for any team. All right, this is a, uh, this is one I also enjoy asking. I, I would like to. Uh, sometimes I wish I, w- I would get asked these, but then uh, after I started asking them, I realized it's better to do the asking. Okay. Uh, I want you to tell me how many how many Washington Nationals had saves for us this year. Can you name everyone that had a save for us this year? It's rapid fire. We're not going to say yeah, their own. So, uh, Coda. Coda with one save. Number one in my heart. Well, number, number one in the program. There number one in the save column. Uh, let's see. We're going to give. I'm going to uh, tell you there's a number is seven. Doo style. How or, many? Uh, Throw it out there. I'm going to say... It was a weird number. 31. 25. Uh, Herrera. Herrera with a... With I would a, say like two, maybe three. You got three. Okay. There you go. Uh, Blake Trinan? Did no. he start the season for no, us? No, he wasn't He wasn't here. He, he wasn't here. When I think about the wrong year? No, we got him, We got rid of him last year. Last year, yeah, okay. Was, mm. I, for and, some and, reason, I just always think... And, and he's now powering the Oakland A's into the... Uh, yeah, no, he, yeah, the yeah, the playoffs. With uh, yeah. Gio Gonzalez getting yeah. postseason experience. Um... When I said Blake Trinan, what I meant to say was Ryan Matson. I, I interchanged yeah. the two of those guys. They're just big, huge white dudes who just throw heat. Blake, just, just big Sri Lankians. Matson, totally lanky and, and fireball throwers. Yeah, I get it. Um, did they get? Did they let old uh, Swero pick one up? Nah, Swero never got one. Okay, so um, you have one strike against you, sir. You've been rolling. So I, how, I got five, five down. You've got four down, three to go. Dudu style, Herrera, Matson, Coda. Uh huh. Uh, all right, and let's see. We're gonna give a save to Sammy Solis. No, never, never picked really? one up. Really, two strikes. Never picked one up. So you have one strikes. strike away. One strike away from uh, getting uh, maybe at least get the rest a, and move on to the next a foul question. tip here. Yeah. Uh, I think two are. Oh, Kinsler. Kinsler's definite. I need yeah. to get that one. I think there's one more that you know just came into the seat. Did Sean Kelly get one for us? No, he didn't. But uh. I'm gonna tell you this: it was a valiant effort out of you, uh, Mr. Miller. Jay Miller got one. Okay. And, uh, he got two, actually. And, uh, 
And Holland came in. Oh, Holland, sure. Down, yeah. All right, uh, relief pitching before we get to the offense, and I'm trying to go through this quickly. Sure, sure. I just thought this was interesting. Uh, most relief appearances. Most? I'm going to tell you there's a tie at the top, but... We threw... There's a couple guys we seem like we were throwing out there every day. Um, the big boy, uh, Miller, I feel like has to be up there. He was third. Okay. The answer. With 51 appearances for us this year. Uh, Doo-doo style? Do at 43. Is it comes in at sixth. Sixth, okay. And let's see, I'm going to go... I mean, they rode Matson hard and heavy they early sure in the did, season. And he's the number four. Okay. How many number fours are there? I feel like I just named like... No, you got four. a three, a six, and a four. All right, so... Uh, 51 for Miller, 49 for Matson, and 43 appearances for, uh, for Doodoo. And I'm just asking for the top guys. You know, yeah. you're right there on the edge. Uh, we'll go 40 and above. All right, so... Uh, I want to say Kinsler, but I don't think he can stay here long. Yeah, he's that. number five, man. With okay. forty-five appearances, we we used him up before we let him. We, go. The, we, like that was Davey Martinez's biggest knock, and people were like yeah. thinking he, he was destroying these guys uh, early in the season. Um, how? What is? I would love for it to be Suero. He's on the cusp. He's at seven. So you haven't. Ah, you, right. You've knocked out three through seven, but uh, there's a tie at the top. Yeah, well, I'm getting, I'm getting the, uh, the, the the wrong ones. I was surprised by both of these. I mean, I guess I understood midway through the season how we were using one of these guys. Yep. And uh, and some of the question marks coming out from the from from the so clubhouse. Sh- did Sean Kelly crack fifty? No, man. He okay. was at Thirty-five. We left him down there, at number nine. All right, I'm, I'm give me the what number two. I'm, I'm losing it. Well, they're tied. Oh, okay. And I'm telling you, not one of these gentlemen throws the ball with their right hand. Collins? Not Collins. No, he was number eight though. Damn, I'm crushing the, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, middle you, class. All right, you've got the whole lineup. You got the leadoff hitter and a number two. God. But they're bo- actually both leadoff guys. This is crazy to me. Two lefties. Trev- okay, so not Trevor got two lefties at the top, um, and decidedly at the top. I, I, why am I blanking on freaking lefties? I, 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 well, you've already, you've already Solis. Yes, I already said. I thought I said. I didn't yes. say Solis. You said him in the last question. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sammy Solis tied with fifty-six with another lefty, and this is what surprised me as a man who watched every game. Coda? No, he's not lefty. I mean, he's not. He's he didn't throw fifty plus times. Mm. Um, I'm blanking, dude. Grace. I'm blanking on him. Appearances out of him. He, yeah. I know you got to use your lefties in certain situations. I wouldn't have guessed him. You could have asked me. You could have said yeah, Mark. I agree. Blank. And I would have been, nope. I, got I agree. All right, he moving, was a, moving he right was along. A way wanna, bigger part of our yeah. team this year than I ever thought he was going to be too. before the season. And then, and then was kind of below the radar. For you know, I, mean, yeah. I know we used the crap out of him, but you know, I think he had a lot of one-out appearances as a lefty coming out to face a lefty. There's also like a, a, a whole glut of the bat. season where I had the TV on, but I was, yeah. I was like just uh, catatonic. Numb watching us get beat again by some terrible team. Yeah, you were sad. I was sad. All right, real quick, batting average. A couple guys went over 300 this year. Rendon. That qualified. Rendon and Eaton? Yep, you got it. 308 and 301. Uh, stolen bases is a pretty easy one, but try and guess that number. It's, it's Michael A., right? No. Trey? A distant second, Michael A. He didn't get a lot of run there at the end of the season. Sorry, I thought you were making Pardon it. Pardon the pun. Trey. Yeah. I want to give Trey... Michael A. had 24. I was going to say Trey at 29, but I'll give him 31. 43. 
Good job. Trey. He was sneaky Pete when you were going to the bathroom, I guess. He was scampering. He also had a lot of, uh, or a number of multi-steal games. I yeah. feel like, well, you know, he, he took advantage, especially early in the season. Well, with his multi-hit games, you know, he, you know he's an all-or-nothing type of guy, he, it feels like. Did he or did he not lead our team in at-bats this year? By 114 at-bats. Now, you know, Harper just takes love... about 109 walks there, but yeah. Yeah. Um, Harper was second. Rendon's third with 529. 664. That's crazy. Uh, I mean, so first of all, that's just huge. Uh, I'm already thinking, you know, sunny side, cool, cool, cooler side of the pillow mm-hmm. for next year. I mean, Trey Turner, what you have in Trey Turner is a guy who can bat leadoff if you need him to, but you don't. he doesn't have to. He plays a great above average, at, at, you know, at worst shortstop. He works the base paths. And that 664 at-bats, I mean, he... He, he's, I don't know. I mean, he's a huge part of our team. Yeah. And he's not costing us a fortune. My man. So uh, I'm going to move on to on-base percentage. I'm not sure if our top guy qualified for that batch, but I'm, I'm fairly certain he did. I mean, I'll say Rendon. Rendon was fourth on the team in OBP. In o- OBP, really? Mm-hmm. Did Harper? At I mean, 274. Bryce Harper, third at 393. Here I go, going backwards. Um, Sorry, there's only two other guys I got on this list. Number one and number two. Juan Soto and Adam Eaton. And there you have it, sir. 406 for Soto, 394 for Eaton. That's bizarre that a young man at 19 gets on base. Yeah. Two out of every More five than any of those other three guys. I would, I would take. I would consider those other three guys a, a, a leader in the clubhouse on most teams. On the fat end of two out of every five. Yeah. That guy gets on base. That's, that's just, I mean, come on, man. Oh, God, it's going to be so much fun watching him. All right, so let's just get down to the meat, and we know who the number one is, the RBIs and the home runs, my man. So I, I think this is a good way to transition to, like, just a parting shot for me, and then I'll, I'll give you the same opportunity for uh, regular season uh, episodes of The Nat Shift. I think if, if all this tells me anything and if the experience of watching this season tells me anything, it's probably that – our ability to win the World Series next year does not come down to whether or not we keep Bryce Harper. And, in fact, has everything to do with what we do with that money. Because there's some ways they could spend it that would probably increase our chances of winning in a way that just signing Bryce Harper doesn't. And that probably is, you know, a $200 million pitcher and maybe a, a pair of $100 million guys, or, or two $200 million guys. Um, so I'm not... I'm not saying goodbye to Bryce. I'm not thinking it's over before it's over, but I mean, I just want to, I, I, I've just like we talked about with Kirk Cousins at some point in time, it's like, I don't want to be, I don't think I want my team to be paying a guy like the most money that's ever been paid to a guy ever, except if he's like the last guy you need. And I don't think Bryce Harper's the last guy we need. Um, and I could be dead wrong. And if he comes, and he comes back and as a, you know, four fifteen batting average in the postseason next year and a bunch of home runs and doesn't it by himself that'd be amazing you know in a Nats jersey but it's a lot of money and our team has a lot of good players a ton of good players and we just have to make sure we use that 400 million dollars to the best way we can help those the rest of the guys win that's all well First and foremost, I'm going to remind our, lo- our loyal listeners that we had our, our last discussion here. We talked about a little Temptations for Top, Sam Cooke, Smokey, mm-hmm. and Otis. So please enjoy it. Yeah. It's tremendous, tremendous soul music. The redistribution of that $400 million that we're talking about, to me, 
certainly makes sense on paper. There's no doubt that I can take a look at that and say, okay, well, we could use a second baseman, a catcher, a, catcher, a, a, number, a number three starter or better, and some help in the bullpen. I understand that with a couple veterans to come off the bench in case Kendrick is not right, blah, blah, blah. I see that line of thought taking us to the postseason, perhaps, but I think after watching what the Caps did and seeing how the stars had to shine and how the moon, sun, and stars had to align for all that to happen, I think that for us to come come strong with a ring here in the next couple seasons, I'm not talking about five years now, I'm talking about the next season or two, I think that Bryce Harper would be a, a major, major key. I think he makes some of the faults of a baseball team go away with one swing of the bat, sometimes just with his presence, sometimes yeah, just with the, 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 the electricity he brings. I don't think, and I, I've defended his year all year as a solid to good year. A lot of people think it was a crap year. I don't think that. But I do think the best is, is yet to come in him. Uh, I think that we, you know, they say you hit your prime in 26 to 30 in that, in that range. That's his contract. I sure as hell would like to have him around for his prime and see what he's capable of. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and listen, I, on the same note, I will say if we do lose him, which I think it's right now it's a 50-50 situation, I don't think that that hinders our ability to be a great baseball team. I certainly would like to have Bryce in the lineup come October into, into early November. That, that, that's just that's how I feel. And like I said, that doesn't mean a damn thing because it's not like he's lit the world on fire in the postseason. He's been pretty damn good, and his presence has yep. has been a, has been a major major factor. And you know he's going to get better in right field. He, he he is. And I'm not saying he's bad, but with that type of talent, that arm, I think he brings on defense just as much. And he's turned into a bit of a leader. You've seen him mature over the years. This guy is feisty and fiery still, but he's not. He, he doesn't look like a kid playing baseball anymore. He now looks like a young veteran playing baseball. Yep. And that's just going to get better. And I, I just really want to be around for that. I'd like my son to be around for that. My daughter and my wife, we're huge fans. I would love to see the maturation and, and see how to what level Bryce Harper can take it to. And I wish that would be in the stars and bars. And that's how I feel about it. I hope he wants to play here because ultimately I think that's what it's going to come down to. I don't think the learners are going to lowball him. You know, if, they all, if, they, if the learners want him like we do, I mean, my come to grips – you know, come to reality with what we can still maybe do with that money. Because I do think the learners are willing to spend that much money. Yeah. So they're going to spend that much money. And I think, I think we, need, we need Bryce Harper to want to play in Washington, I think. Well, the report's coming out talking about a midseason discussion of a $540 million contract service. Obviously, the learners wanted nothing to do with that. That's right. And, and that's fair. That's... And I would say, no, yeah. $540 million. And I believe that was a 12-year term what was yep. being discussed. And that's insane to me. I mean, that goes right in through the prime, out the prime, and then, and then into the toilet. Oh, so I'm, I'm completely in favor of, of like, I'd even do, a, I, I was always suggesting a 13- or 14-year deal um, just to amortize it out. I mean, he'd basically be, start, he'd be Bobby, Bia, Bobby Benia at the end, you know, getting his <laughs> annuities. with yeah. Ricky Henderson at age 57 somewhere, just collecting. But uh, and it, and I'm not convinced that at that level, the 540 million dollar at that level, that it will be one of those contracts that gets surpassed very quickly. In in base, baseball, the top contracts they stay in for a while. It's not like in football. Giancarlo. When, <laughs> Giancarlo. It's not like What's you know. Been three years. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, 130 and, and some change. And the A Rod one stood for a long yes, time. Yes, sure did. And you know, in football, there's a new highest-paid guy every time a quarterback, you know, re- extends the contract. Well, uh, the article did mention that because of what happened in the offseason last year, and, and, and there's money to be spent, and, and the, the, the possible collusion, and, and how sure. the owners have stood against these deals, and 
that they do believe that at a lesser number and possibly for a shorter term, 10, I think, would be the minimum. 10 years. They think that the, the man writing the article claims that he thinks Bryce Harper is more likely to sign with the Nationals. Then you turn around the next day and you hear there's no chance. Yep. I do believe it's going to be on the learners to bring something to the table that can be worked with. I don't think it, it just can't be the smack in the face Kirk Cousins offer from Bruce Allen. It's got to be a legit market value. At a, at, it's going to be the biggest contract of all time. We know that. Mm-hmm. Th- that, that notwithstanding. Uh, so if that's the case, if the learners come with something like that, I think we're in business. Yeah. I don't know if the learners come with that, Ken. I, I, I don't know if they do. I, I People are saying it kind of felt like it's been decided just by watching it. No one knows a damn thing. We're all looking at the same thing. But if it has been, it would make sense. If I put myself in that seat, thinking about how he acted and said, you know, I, I want to be here. I love it here. It's kind of, he, he never once put it on them. But he also said, I love it here, and I'd love to stay here. And so it's all business now. It comes down to the ugly it, stuff. And we, we, we decided and we talked about he's going to the winter meetings in Las Vegas. Nothing's happening before then. I tell you something that matters in this deal that it's, I don't hear getting talked about enough uh, is the massing, the massing deal between the Nationals have uh, with Angelos and the Orioles. That freaking matters huge here yeah. because if I'm the learners and I don't have that terrible Masson deal, I'm, pay, I'm paying whatever the number is because I know I'm going to get it. And they're, but they're not like, – they're not – the only problem for me, like the, the, where I think the wall is, because we're, we're a market you could spend as, spend as much as you want and you're going to make it. Um, but with the Masson deal, he's not getting paid a true Washington market payment. You know, like not Bryce, the owners. They're it's, not. It's they're absolute bullshit. Yeah. No, no matter how rich they are, business is business, and and, and I get that. You know, they're, they're it's, it's I don't blame them for that. That sucks. It's a reality yeah. that we deal with. It's how we lost multiple free agents over the last few years. Yep. You know, God bless Max Scherzer for hanging on and signing that deal that he gets paid up the next seven years after the terms of his contract. A lot of guys didn't want to do that. Who's the, uh, the, the, the Cubs right fielder? I, I thought we were a lock to sign him two seasons ago. Jason uh, Hayward. Yep. Uh, he didn't want to take those terms, and that's no. fair. And it's bullshit, and it sucks, and it's, that, that, that's what we're left with. Because you know what happened, and we've talked about it often, about the A-Rod deal, what it did for the Texas Rangers organization, and how they weren't great, but the amount of cash that he inflated, the, the, the marketing side of things, the winning off the field for them became the truth. And when he signed the he, second deal, he built the Yes Network in New York and with the yep. greatest marketing ad execs in the history of the universe. He goes into town. The Yes Network now exists. That's a huge wall for us. There will be no Bryce Harper-driven, massive explosion because it's, it's, it's incapable. It's... It's not happening. There's no, hurts, there's no chance. It hurts our ability to resign Bryce Harper it, as much it, as it anything really does. does. There's no doubt about it. And we could go on to this for days and days. Yeah. That's just scratching the surface about all the stuff you and I have combed over. But you know what? I had a hell of a time sitting down in this basement and talking about these guys with you. Off-season uh, off season shows start next week. Yeah, I'm with you, man. And until uh, until I know there's a there's a one gamer on I, I can't even turn it on right now nah, I don't I don't I can't do it I, I'm ready I, for I have zero interest NHL regular I'd rather watch NHL regular season I can't watch when, when my team is good enough to be in the playoffs at least in my humble opinion I can't watch someone else do it mm-hmm. well we will be here. To, we'll figure something out. We'll figure out a way to make it fun and exciting. Uh, we'll certainly be covering think, impending free agency. I think there's a hell of a chance we'll figure something yeah. out. And we ain't going to stop talking about our boys, like you said, 52. Yep. Uh, a lot of stuff happening this offseason is going to be exciting as hell, for the better or worse. We'll be back again next Tuesday night. On behalf of First Amendment Sports, I'm Ken Marangolo. He's Kevin Ricca. 
Hey, go Nats. Thanks for listening. And I uh, can't wait to celebrate the offseason with you guys. And this was the Nat Shift. <laughs>